Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays, talking to a clicky or industry expert and giving you some top travel tips. This week, Stephen and I will be talking to Ed Finn, an award-winning travel journalist and broadcaster about Rock Club. We'll be getting to know a bit about him as well, and Stephen will, of course, have his top tips. In our resort report, we're talking about a city filled with gnomes. It's Rock Club. It was the European capital of culture in 2016, along with San Sebastian. In 2017, it hosted the World Games, and this year it was hailed the European Best Destination. It's the fourth largest city in Poland, but a relatively unknown one in Ireland for city breaks. It's super easy to get to, with direct flights five days a week, including Friday and Sundays. And it's either up to €17 for a taxi into the city or €3 on a bus. Like many cities in Eastern Europe, it's cheap and extremely cheerful to visit. Our holiday support manager, Sharon, has been twice since 2017 and her love of it is well known in the office. To give you an idea of exactly how cheap it is, a Big Mac will cost you €2.44. A beer in a bar will set you back a whopping €1.86. And a ticket for the local transport is only about $0.79. As I mentioned at the start, it's also a city with over 300 gnomes and the quest to find them is something that one has to attempt. <laughs> and there is even an app for it. Think Pokemon Go, but for little gnomes dotted around the streets. To talk about it, Stephen and I are joined by Ed Finn. Ed is a travel journalist, broadcaster and TV presenter. If you listen to Sunshine 106.8, you might have heard his travel talk feature with Carol Dooley on Saturday. Ed has been promoting travel and tourism for over 20 years. He's written for the Irish Independent, the Sunday Independent, the Sunday Times and Cara magazine, just to name a few. And he was in Rock Love just last weekend. Welcome I to was the indeed. And, I, you know, I was told there was only 163 dwarfs, as they told me, but uh, <laughs> they are 300 gnomes. That's very good. Over 300 I didn't gnomes, get yeah. to see them all, but uh, they pop up everywhere. Just be careful. They're made of brass, so make sure you Easily don't trip over trip them. Over. Did you, did you um, get the app? Did you do the app? Yeah, I did. But I mean, I'm a little bit old school, uh, Stephen, in that I suppose I organised a sightseeing tour because I love to be, when you go to a new city, what I like to do is um, not necessarily go mad on research or anything like that. Mm. I love to go with a kind of blank canvas. Oh, really? And what I, yeah, what I I find you just really, the the trip is full of surprises there. And what I loved about this was um, we had a fantastic guide, um, Beata, our B-E-A-T-A battle was there and she was really knowledgeable and she took us around the whole we did a whole sort of solid three hour you know hard slog walk around sightseeing tour which was great to give you the orientation kind did, of thing Did you plan that before you went or did you just arrange that when you were down there? No I, I, I arranged that before okay, I went yeah. Um, yeah with the tourist board actually just with their website you yeah, can go on yeah, book, and yeah. that was really I just think that's always a great thing to do like we arrived with the Ryanair flight the, about 11 o'clock quarter to 11 right. and we'd organised the transfer which was terrific yeah. we stayed in the Novotel uh, Centrum which yeah. was really nice they had lovely little snacks in the room for us because they knew we were getting in late which Brilliant. I thought was a lovely touch that's a cute touch yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then uh, next morning at 10 o'clock, we had a very nice, the hotel had a great breakfast and uh, 10 o'clock the next morning, um, we were off, ready to rock and roll. Open she out. picked us up in the, in the, um, 
in the hotel, which was great. Mm. And I have to say, by the way, as well, just I know this, uh, the beds in the Novotel, they've done this <laughs> amazing thing where they've spent fortunes on the bed, right? And it's difficult because you do not want to get out of the bed. Oh, really? Hotel, so. <laughs> Not a deal for a city break, know. but I'm sure you got to Yeah, but great for the night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very important. Welcome for a little uh, disco nap in the afternoon yeah, after yeah. a hard morning sightseeing. Yeah, absolutely. But a really, really nice, as I said. But um, a wonderful city. I mean, um, it was totally destroyed during the war and the majority of its former population was deported. Like no other European city, city underwent that process. It was Breslau up to 1945 mm. when it was German. And then it became when the, when the, the Churchill and Roosevelt and Stalin carved up Eastern Europe, um, it went back to, uh, well, Poland or the USSR. So yeah. it became communist. And that the, we went to the museum there as well. Um, mm. On one of the days, there's a fantastic history depot museum, um, which chronologically brings you through the whole history of the place. And it's completely Brilliant. fascinating. Yeah. So I didn't really know that. I mean, it's in it's in Western Poland. So you're literally 100 kilometers from the German border. Um, like Prague is two hours away. Berlin right. is three hours away. And, you know, if you wanted to do combine them, but Krakow, three hours the other way. Mm. So, I mean, it is very West Western sort of influence there from all the different influences. It's very much a hidden gem, isn't it? I mean, it's not yeah. it's, it's not a very hugely well-known city. No. Um, even, you know, when we're talking to friends and, and people in, in travel, very few people know about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what was really uh, funny was on the way over on the plane, I was kind of fascinated by these groups of ladies that were all g- excited about their trip. And <laughs> I got chatting to one of them and she told me this was their fourth um, trip. Yeah. Uh, they had actually booked packages with yourselves oh, and it really? was the shopping. Yeah. And for them, apparently, um, I I can say I don't know this, women's makeup oh, yeah, is really, really, really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> My sister found that out as well because she went there and she, uh, she was on the... She found that out. And uh, shoes, there's mm. a shop called CCC. They're all over the place. I mean, high quality shoes. Two like of women's favourite things. Price. Yeah. And um, and then, of course, the rest of eating out and drinking out again. Super but uh, amazing. I mean, I discovered that. Um, I went to Krakow for the first time in August okay. and I discovered how Poland is such good value. I mean, that was just 22 euros for two people for meal, three course meal and drink. I mean, I couldn't believe it. And Vaslau is the same. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it is definitely a city that that it's on all our bucket lists mm-hmm. in in the office. Sharon in the office really, she's been a couple of times. She now. went she was there, there last ago. October and mm. then a few weekends ago for the Christmas markets, and she just absolutely adores now, it. Now the Christmas markets, of course, is why I went there. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I've been to loads of Christmas markets over the years, and some of them are terrific, from Berlin to Prague mm. to you name it, even Milan, you know. Um, but their Christmas market is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's st- it stood out. We went last year to Prague and again, I've done it lots of times and it's really good. But there was just something. It's really big. Um, they're really welcoming there. Uh, you know, they have this traditional little shoe. It's a cup with the, like a shoe and then you buy that and then you you have your Keep all your filling different, it up with your mulled oh, wine. Yeah, <laughs> you have mulled wine and they have rum. They've all, they're mm. famous for their honey infused beers. Um, you know, the Christmas markets were, I mean, uh, way up there in mm. terms. And then you can get things like beautiful Christmas um, ball, like, you know, for your tree, uh, big ones yeah. and all different sizes. And you and they put your friend or someone's name, like your mom's name or your loved one it. or whatever. Yeah. And um, and they and this beautiful and it's handmade in mm. a box and it was three euros. What? So I managed to get four of them home. <laughs> they one were popped, roughly but, uh, 28 euros home. in Vienna. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. I mean, yeah. that was what, like, you know. So cheap. Uh, 
yeah, really just, you know, you could go crazy there. No wonder I mean, you were had, laid and dying with bags coming home. <laughs> yeah, well, we ended up buying an extra bag, so there were, you go. Were there many Christmas markets, Ed, or was it, um, was there just the one big one in the main square, or would he dot it around? Yeah, there, there, there's one sort of, you go in, there's one little sort of small square, and mm. then that, they're all connected. Okay. And that mm. then goes into a big, huge square, so they're all in the centre. Yeah. Now, the Old Town Hall is where they're, the, in the right in the centre where it's based. This is probably one of the best examples of Gothic architecture you'll ever see. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it just lends itself to that Christmas experience. Mm. The most beautiful town hall. And um, definitely the location of it right in the, in the, in the old square in the centre yeah. um, will, is, was just something that uh, I think that's, that lends itself as well to the backdrop is that yeah. and is um, the city centre like around the old town is it is it big is it small yeah I mean it's not it's it's very doable you yeah. know it's not you know, it's a very it's, walkable city it is yeah it's not it's not too big at all I mean the population wouldn't be as big as here mm. obviously I mean as you said it's the fourth yeah. city in Poland but it has 15 shopping malls yeah. it has the wow. biggest number of shopping malls in all of Poland so this again is, is, is I was no like wonder digging there was loads to find of out the scene, <laughs> how was it this is the big shopping area you know Mad. and those shopping malls Domanski um, there's a huge new one called Vraklavia mm. which is um, phenomenal it's like science fic- it's like futuristic shopping mall you know but every brand is there but um, the older ones are much I prefer them because they're the value actually is better um, and there's more uh, traditional mm. shops there as well more but authentic great I mean that's where I mean if you want to do other kind of shop is saying like if you want to buy really good clothes or shoes or you know I was saying to you the makeup or mm. other sorts of that's really the place to go for that sort of stuff you know which is really good but the Christmas markets just I mean we were there for four nights we were there every day Christmas markets we just never we just constantly gravitated to the Christmas markets the great buzz isn't there sorry the great buzz around the markets isn't there there really is great great atmosphere great feeling so everything's lit up and there's music playing and people drinking their mulled wine and the traditional Polish food I mean the Polish food is amazing with all the different influences I mean there you have all the sausages you know you have your pierogies your bread everything the breads are incredible Incredible. Mm. I mean, the cakes there are just again will blow you away. They, the way they do the pastries and the cream and mm. the different, they have a Galicia. It's not the Spanish Galicia. They have a Galicia cheesecake, which is and it's a, it's an area in Poland, and it's the lightest cheesecake you'll ever have. And it's with that with their. A strong coffee um, is fantastic. <laughs> the beer, of course, um, if you want to just talk about eating and drinking, yeah, yeah. we went to... Um, One of our favourite things we, to talk we about. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, think I, I w- couldn't not mention this. Way. But an amazing little find, there's a, a brewery, there's all breweries there, mm. but there's one called Bar Stew Mostar, which I think translates as... Um, all love, loving bridges. It must are is a bridge, so it's um it's run by this lady Arletta and her husband, and um they, they have this brewery there. And you, we went and we did a little brewery tour, and we went there in the evening at six o'clock. Right. So we got the hard work done, which was like the tour, and <laughs> the hard touristing. And, and you know what's fascinating about this was you're talking about they have three main signature beers, but um honey and like passion fruit and lemon and passion pineapple. Fruit. And all you know, there's one called Salamander, which is their dark one, and then they've the other ones. You have Vraclaw Pilsner and the other, but they're just fantastic. Oh, did you try them all? I did. Yeah, <laughs> I tried, they insisted. We did a little. Be taste. rude to refuse. Ru- yeah. It will be rude, not to. Yeah. And you can then sit there afterwards. They have a little restaurant, mm. um, which overlooks all the big, huge stainless steel tanks and everything. So you can sit there and have your now they have they have all these dishes like little tasting menus mm. and again just such good value but you know wow. your chicken livers and but just the way that they mix it all up they have a potato cake which is 
beautifully done it's flat and again the tastes are mm. all in there there's a little spice in mm. it and um, but we had all sorts of different mad kind of stuff contemporary Polish cuisine if you like they've to dumplings complement your beer yeah exactly and it's really mm. good there was a lot of Christmas parties going on there and I people was were reading, having a lot of fun yeah. I was reading a bit about uh, Rock Love and apparently in I think it's June they have a, a Love Good Beer Festival yes to that's celebrate huge. all their beers yeah I'm mm. apparently on the list to get invited back for that oh really <laughs> I've been reliably informed <laughs> uh, I've already said yes <laughs> we'll, we'll, sort, we'll, sort you, yes. we'll sort you out in the office yeah well. yeah yeah no, no really it's uh, and they have the, yeah they have the big they have a massive festival in May and June I think mm. it's St. John's is the name of it yeah um, and again people come there sort of from all over the world and stuff again um Something else that just jumped out at me was the we went to Centennial Hall, which was built in 1913 to commemorate the defeat of Napoleon. Mm. And this is a UNESCO heritage site. And behind it, you have the four um, the, these amazing galleries, which we went to as well. And they were incredible. But Centennial Hall is just like it's like the RDS in a way, but it's a huge, big central. It was built uh, really just as as a it was built with concrete, but as a sort of an exhibition mm. hall, and it's still standing amazingly today. Yeah, I mean, most of the city was destroyed. Yeah, it, this was only at the front of it a little bit, mm. and they have a huge, big spire, kind of like the Dublin spire. Yeah, again in the front of it, but I mean, interesting stuff like uh, trivia, like Hitler spoke there. Mm. You know, he gave a speech there. He gave a speech at the Monopol Hotel in town, where they threw up a balcony overnight because they had no balcony, oh, wow. and he insisted. So. <laughs> Everywhere you go, there's this kind of history. And I think for Irish people, you know, who would be very interested in history and the war and stuff like that. It's a great destination. It's really interesting, yeah, yeah how, how, they, how they kind of, um, how they used all these places and kind of made them their own when, when Germany mm. marched in and took over the whole place. But those things were fascinating. Um, the Four Domes Pavilion, the Museum of Contemporary Art, mm. just behind that was, uh, we spent a whole Sunday afternoon there, four or five hours. Mm. And there was actually a, f uh, a book fair and an arts and crafts fair on, oh, which wow. were all again Lovely. Christmassy stuff. So <laughs> we ended up buying handmade T-shirts, and you know that yeah. were all made, you know, with the with the you know Black Havel or, or you know Lech Valencia, the whole uh, communist struggle, yeah. mm. and um, solidarity, and that was all there. So a really fabulous old sort of historical stuff. As there's well. there's a, a famous fountain as well. Did you get to see the fountain? Yeah, it, well, it's not turned on in the winter. Isn't it? Well, we at were all. there. Yeah, it was jerry grey and wintry now, of course, but <laughs> yeah. um, in the summertime. It's it's meant to be beautiful, and yeah. the gardens, uh, Stephen, are meant to be stunning. Yeah, heard in that. the summer, but we we saw the fountain, mm. but there was no water. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but again, that's why I want to go back. Yeah. yeah. Another reason for you to yeah, go back in yeah, jail. Exactly. And how long were you there for? Um, four nights. Four nights. Yeah, oh, okay. I went on Thursday, and the flight gets in a little bit late. So um, yeah, four nights, but it was perfect. Mm. I think. Um, I don't think two nights would do it justice at all. Yeah. You know, or even three possibly would be fine. Mm. Um, I mean, if you just want to do Christmas markets, it's perfect. But I mean, and and I would, and the Christmas markets are on until the thirty first of December. Yeah, which of right. course you know, guys, is like a longer than a lot of the one. Yeah, definitely. Mentally, Most of you know, the one in Cork closes on Christmas <laughs> Eve. I mean, can, oh, can someone <laughs> can someone explain the logic behind that to me, please? Very disappointing, I must say. Come on, Cork. Use but, your influence. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I thought I was looking for forward to that I was told no no oh we close on Christmas Eve I'm like, just as you're arriving yeah. home <laughs> so anyway it was, <laughs> I could get over it but um but that's what I think is really nice. You can actually have an after Christmas Christmas market there. Yeah, which is, definitely. Yeah, because any time you go there, I think you know it's a it's great experience. So that the, was really the value. Terrific. I mean, we we sell. I think there was two and three night packages we were selling. 
um, and you can get them all the way through the year. 149, 159, yeah. 179. So and yeah. these are for, you know, possibly for that Novotel Centrum Hotel. Ridic- yeah. Ridiculously and, cheap. And the other one that Paul told me about was, and I actually, you've, there's a hotel that you have, you have a deal, or you had a deal whether it's sold out or not, I don't know, in, in, uh, in in the new year for spring it was the art hotel mm. for it was three nights for one ninety nine yeah. flights I was like I went into the hotel because I was I was just happened upon it and it's fantastic yeah. it's a beautiful it's a real old world mm. um and fabulous location um so I mean that's an amazing deal yeah we Sharon stayed in I think it was called the Star Miesto mm. uh, hotel of four maybe five. Um, star, but again, the value we've even to stay in the in the you know the better hotels, but all our hotels are going to be central. Like all of our yeah. hotels are going to be within walking distance yeah. of the, the main town square. Yeah. None of them will be will be fired out, so people well, don't worry the, about that. The, the Novotel Centrum is really cool because again, um, that's right beside another shopping centre. Would you believe it? No, and, and I feel th- like no matter where you are, there you're never too <laughs> you're far not. from a shopping centre. It's like centre. pubs in Ireland. <laughs> Vraclaw is the turn the corner and there's another shopping, shopping centre. But what was really nice as well is the tram system there is fantastic mm. and I thought this was really cool when you get on I was asking you know in the hotel how to they were really how helpful in the hotel by the way they're super how do you buy the tickets you know it's always a thing for Irish people where do you buy your tram tickets you know you don't want to get locked in jail because yeah. you haven't got your tickets you know and so cool you hop on the tram you press the little you go to the little um, display you press English mm. you get your credit card you pick your ticket now it is Eleven lotties for a twenty-four hour ticket, which is about two ninety oh, or three wow. euros. Bargain. And you hold your credit, you press that, you hold your credit card up, it loads your ticket onto your credit card. Now, how cool is right. that? Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's very. Why can't we Lewis do take note? Yeah, I know. I mean, that was great. I mean, a three-day tram pass is like I think just a, a, a few a few euros more. That's so, nothing. like they've. In Eastern Europe, of course, you're always going to get great value mm. yeah. on Huge public transport. Value. And the tram um, 20 and 21, which goes to the Novotel, the central one, um, that's just so handy. Runs all the time. Yeah. And, you know, Especially if you're laden with bags, it's great mm. to hop on that. After all your so. shopping. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Even <laughs> though it's only a 15, it's not even 15 minutes walk. And it's a lovely walk right into the old town square as well, the market square. So it is very near, very oh, central. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like a fantastic There was another, there's another um, restaurant, I think it's the oldest one that they had there. I just had to let people know about it. It's called Pod Fredra Restaurant. Yeah, I think Sharon mentioned it, but it can mm. be hard to get a booking for it. Yeah, I know. We mm. actually, uh, we were lucky enough and we did uh, get a booking for there and on Sunday for lunch, which mm. was great for Sunday Very lunch. Nice. And again, you have a lot of variety there, but it's traditional Polish um, you know, the, my my brother-in-law was over here as well. He had these uh, Polish dumplings and mm. he had never had those before. And, Yum. you know, full, I mean, you couldn't eat them. Yeah. But again, with different stuffings like pork and cabbage and different things. Mm. And I had the borscht Ukrainian beetroot soup, which, you know, beetroot I'd never soup. tried before. Hearty, delicious. <laughs> and you get a side of potatoes with that, right? And I think that's <laughs> why I decided. The Irish I think that's why I decided to go for that. But... Um, with that, then I had what's the like they have the Polish thing again. It's the, the schnitzel, you know, the mm, pork yeah, schnitzel, yeah. an amazing fresh coleslaw that they do there, like, like sauerkraut, but really different, mm. like their own version of it, and your vegetables and the most amazing again cakes, of course, and coffees and. But um, f- highly recommended. That's right in the centre of the square again, mm. um, Pod Fredra and um, the staff. It's all swords and pistols on the walls and, you know, Wooden. all this kind of, like you, yeah. you feel like you're in a kind of a dungeon, but it's very, very nice. <laughs> a delicious it, it's dungeon. Impo- it's important. Something me and Anna are always talking about on the pods is that, 
you know, to try the local dishes. Mm, go oh, to the yeah. local restaurants. Don't go to the, you know, I'm One sure there's bar there and I'm sure there's there great is, cracking it's it. called the Guinness Pub yeah. <laughs> yeah. believe it or not and, and, and I'd say, I'd say it's, it's great cracking it but it, I think it's hugely important and we always say I'm it. a big believer in avoiding the Irish yeah, pub on got, holidays oh yeah, you got to totally. go local yeah. you got to well, go local to these places I totally agree with you the, the Guinness Pub is very nicely located on the corner of the Christmas markets by oh the way. really I think that's a lot of we had a lot of bags and it was actually it wasn't us it was our my brother he's from New Zealand <laughs> so he decided that he'd love an Irish yeah. pub so of course myself and my sister were like oh Jay you know of God. course I guess but it was actually we actually met uh, a lot of nice people from Manchester and we 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 had a great chat with them and they, I told them they weren't to mention the B word so that was all <laughs> fine you know? so we didn't mention that I think they're embarrassed about it all that Aye. the Brexit stuff yeah. but um, but we yeah no we had to read the and even for an Irish pub the drinks were quite affordable there mm. so um, as pubs as Irish pubs go um, it wasn't too bad yeah. Yeah, and it's all <laughs> Polish staff by the way who don't take any nonsense I can tell you really so, yeah, yeah. did you test them yeah you know that's Slavic you know, that's one thing about people when they go to Poland don't be put off by the way no. with the Slavic like slightly what we direct. Would think is unfriendly mm. direct you know because I was asking for a, a beer and a half a beer and a half a beer we don't do that you know <laughs> what's that about like there's no such thing in here as a half I was like sorry you know <laughs> just give me the two beers and, and they're so cheap you don't really yeah, mind yeah, you know yeah. Doesn't matter but, if you leave half behind. Yeah, so don't be upset about even in supermarkets and things. <laughs> I found it can be hit and miss, but uh, mm. we found some. I mean, the, the staff in the hotels now and different things like that were very friendly. But you know, sometimes you'll come across that, and yeah. it's part of their culture. So well, tough enough. Yeah, I mean, tough you know, enough. you're you're, you're and it's it's something that becomes quite funny actually. Yeah, when you're, it's quite enjoyable to get that sort of directness. You know, the word mm. I used it. It's like oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> A shock to the yeah, Irish system. Yeah. But Poland is a, a great country. I mean, I saw there just now that it was voted the first Eastern European country um, to kind of be in, coming into European sort of uh, standards and standards of living, which yeah. is great. Poland's oh, really? done amazingly well. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, but you can see it there, you know, if anyone is worried about, oh, you know, anything to do with like dangers or anything like that. Absolutely not. not. I mean, you never felt at any stage or anywhere we went or you know we and we were in you know because it's a city of islands mm. the Braslow as well yes yeah, the Venice of yeah exactly mm. and the Odor is the river Europe. there and yeah. you know we went onto the island with the six churches part of our tour which was mm. amazing um, and so you know we went down all sorts of lovely little back streets and gorgeous places looking for the dwarfs of course of everywhere. course, of course. Um, dwarfs leading you yeah, <laughs> found a few of them um, but so I mean you know again just that was it was just no problem at all so if anyone yeah. was worried about anything like that I can I can say from first hand experience that it was a really nice friendly city yeah and, I uh, felt the same when I was yeah. in Krakow a few years ago they're super safe yeah no yeah. trouble at all. Yeah, no, even in, very good, yeah. Even in drunken, rowdy places, <laughs> there is no trouble. Yeah. On vodka tasting tours and like, everyone's nice and polite. I know, and the Polish <laughs> no vodka danger. is so good as well. Did you say so you were in good. Krakow earlier on the year? Yeah, I was, Stephen. Yeah, How I, would you I, compare both cities? Yeah, very different. I'd say Wrocław is more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Um it's um, sort of a it's a slight it's a smaller sort of a, it's more with the rivers and the islands it's a little bit different okay, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But um I would say, I mean, nothing jumps out at me. I really love both of them. Yeah. Um, Krakow, I suppose, that amazing square in the middle. Yeah, it's fab. Is, on, is just, it's, it's a unique, yeah. I mean, that's totally unique. It's that massive square and the horses and everything there. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I was in Krakow in summer. Okay. And I loved it. Um, and I stayed in a nice hotel there as well. 
and the interesting thing was I'd love to go now I'm definitely going to go back to Vraslau in May because I'd love to see or what that's like now because <laughs> apparently you know it's all the same outside mm. eating mm. and because um, so. I remember Paul was recommending to me we, we, we went to Kazmier's which is the, the Jewish right. quarter yeah, yeah, yeah. In, mm. um, in Krakow and that was just f- for again food bars wonderful mm. um, experience so and what I would say as well if you wanted to combine the two yeah. as you know I mean it's so easy away. to fly into one and out of the other yeah. and do three and yeah. three and it's easy to get from one to the other as well very yeah. easy mm. you have your you have your train mm. you have your Flix bus it's like it's not, I think it's 20 quid Yeah. Um, but that would be a great one to do Um. And, you know, I would say that would be a great experience for a Polish experience as well for something. If you love history and you love food and, you know, good, good quality beers and just culture. There's another area there as well, guys. I'll just spell it. It's called uh, Nadodras, right? N-A-D-O-D-R-Z-A. And it's an it's a cool place that has been completely refurbished and renovated. And it's a real hipster area mm. with all sort of really cool bars and stuff like that and galleries. And it's become a huge centre for artists. And it's only 15 minutes walk, again, from the centre. Center. And that is just, like a, I would say that's a must-see. Yeah. Um, because you so get, is this Krakow or... Um, no, sorry, Vraslaw. Back, 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 back to Vraslaw yeah. again. Yeah. Um, and, but I really, I mean, we had Up a... Up-and-coming gr- area. Yeah, and we had a great guide there as well. We actually booked a little walking tour there yeah. as well. Mm. And his name was very Polish, Cuba. He was terrific. Cuba. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cuba was a very Polish name, apparently. But anyway, he was really good. And um, like, as I said, it's just full of wonderful sort of, you'd find memorabilia there and art antique shops. But the artist thing is huge. And mm. again, amazing food and um, drinks again, and so cheap. Mm-hmm. So that would be an area. Um, even you could you know you probably you probably have hotels that are probably just near there as yeah. well mm. but that's a very good one to do and the other thing was I was saying to you there earlier about Bar Stu Mostar the, the brewery they have their own bakery right beside them and the pretzels not pretzels that the you would pretzel think now, like but you know bread. like a bread roll yeah. oh and we they gave us that we had that with caramelised uh, red onions and oh, a little delicious. pate thing and I, it was the best cr- bread I ever <laughs> ever had I mean seriously the the, the, the crunchiness of the crust and then mm. the, it was just it's it's you know stretch pants job <laughs> yeah but it's, it sounds a great city for culture shopping. art yeah. history food shopping mm. yeah. it has everything you could want in a city break I'm yeah. definitely going to Culture go there sometime. Culture heaven, Eleanor. Yeah. Uh, foodie heaven. <laughs> it's all, the, isn't it? It's everything. You can see by you've me. Mean, I can, you've the been jeans, sold on I just the food. I can't tie, tie the jeans. Like, Could oh, be bye. the Christmas market visit for 2019. Yeah, no, I think do absolutely, I can say mm. to you. I mean, and I would be hand on heart now. It was really, really good. And uh, again, just different stuff. There's another, There was one, you can buy postcards there, like little wooden postcards, and you hold your phone up to them, and it plays a video. I don't know how they do it, right? But it's all very, very high gadget. Tech. Yeah. So yeah. it's even got, you know, old stuff mixed, mixed in with, with new. contemporary new yeah. stuff. Yeah, nice very little good. mad present for someone. You yeah, know? definitely. Mm. That's great. Thank you very much, Ed. Thanks, no, Ed. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. And I'm looking forward to going back now. I'd say so. So we might as well get to know a bit more about Ed apart from his love for Poland. <laughs> so we start every interview the same. Um, so what's your favourite destination? Well, Eleanor, um, that's a very hard question <laughs> for any travel journalist to answer. But, you know, I'll tell you, I, my first trip ever 
um, out of Ireland was mm. when I was 14 on a school tour and we went to um, it was a fantastic trip we went to Italy mm. Switzerland into France and we flew into Italy and we came back on by the on ferry from, from France but, oh wow um, and I'll never forget um, Florence and Rome and we actually got I was president in Cork and we actually got a private audience with John Paul II the pres- Presentation Brothers yes. College and we were on the front of the Cork Examiner and all of us meeting him in the Vatican Gardens. A pride moment for Cork. Yeah, it was, you know, we, for us. But I'll never forget afterwards when Brother Jerome asked us all, there was 40 of us, two buses of 40 in each bus. Mm. And he said to us, like, this was obviously for him. Imagine organising a private audience with the Pope as, as a presentation <laughs> brother. And he asked us, what was your favourite um what was the, your highlight of the trip, lads? Mm. And I, we all went, oh, the, Swiss, the mountains in Switzerland, Brother Jerome, were terrific. <laughs> and you could see his little face drop, you know, God rest him. And um, and of course, we re- and then the penny dropped. But, oh, the Pope was great as well, of course. But, he was um, number two. <laughs> yeah. So I have been going back to Switzerland ever mm. since. Oh, really? And whatever it is, I totally love the country. I love being up in the mountains. And I did a fabulous a cycling holiday in Gestad there last year, oh, or Stad nice. as they call it. And it's just something amazing about it. And Italy would be a close second, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, it, when you're di- I'm discovering things all the time. I mean, I'm loving Poland at the moment so from easy. from so my, my this was my first year to really get into Poland. And, um, you know, it's so exciting when you discover something like that. But mm-hmm. I, I, I have a love in my heart because it goes back to my first ever a nostalgic love. It's, yeah. Up in the young up in the Jungfrau glacier in July, you know, <laughs> wondering what was this, you know, having never seen snow in Cork you know so so I'd say today I'll say Switzerland okay (laughs) and if you have one what would be on your travel bucket list of things you've yet to do Um, what I really want to do what I would love to do is I love um, natural history programmes and David Attenborough I would climb over hot coals to get to meet the man (laughs) but um, I would love to go to uh, Alaska Alaska. And I would love to do a cruise up there, um, Canada, and do the Rocky Mountaineer, mm. and then take a cruise up into Alaska and see, um, hopefully, glaciers. polar bears and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that'd but be I, amazing. Yeah, I'd love that. I did the Northern Lights this year in Tromsø in Norway, Very and nice. um, I saw them on two nights. So we were oh, so wow. lucky. And was so, it properly clear night? Beautiful. Oh, yeah, wow. green, amazing. shimmering. Like it was, and uh, that's a gorgeous place, by the way. If mm. anyone wants to see the Northern Lights, and that was just a few months ago. Um, but yeah, Alaska, because I love snow and I love sort of cold places. Mm. Um, so I'd love to do that. Very nice. Any time of the year. <laughs> Solid bucket list uh, yeah. trip. Uh, what destination do you think is underrated? Um, that's a very good question. Um, one place that I really love and I have sent people there who would never have thought of going there as a dist- as a city break destination and that's Malaga, Malaga. in Spain. Um, hundreds and thousands of Irish fly in there every year and mm. they go off down to Tarmelinas and they go right, left, centre and everywhere. I did a brilliant um, a kind of living like a local where I, ha- I rented a, an apartment and I bought all the local food and did all the tapas and everything there. And again, great value. Um, and I just think it has such beautiful architecture and history as well. Home of Picasso. Yeah. And I suppose if someone said to you, you know, w- would you would you live in a place? I suppose that's for me is the kind of definition of somewhere that you'd really like. So mm. I think Malaga as a city break and as a destination, it has beaches. It has. A, I think it's very underrated. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people um, should should ha- check it out because they'd love it. Yeah. 
Very not nice. just an airport, like. <laughs> it's not just a route to the Costa del Sol. No, it's not. But it, again, of course, the Costa del Sol and Andalusia is so fabulous. It's a great area. But Malaga would be a place I'd say, you know, go and stay there for a week and you'll have a great time. Mm. Beach and city. Yeah. And food, of course, amazing, you know. <laughs> Always yeah. important. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> um, there's always a destination that seems to be a place that you have to go to. What destination or destinations do you think are going to be the the next have to go to's? Yeah, I think um, from from what I can gather, I think um, there's been a lot of uh, changes, I suppose, and with all the new routes coming mm. on as well. Um, like I love, I, I do, I have to say, I love Europe, right? Um, and I think there's an awful lot of pl- places in Europe that I haven't been to. Yeah. Um, Certainly, um, there are parts of like Puglia down in Italy and um, I, I, uh, La Marche, which again, they have the most stunning beaches and stuff mm. like that. Um, I think that would be one area that would be um, definitely a destination that people should look at. And then um, going forward, I think in terms of longer haul, um, I think, you know, there's a, uh, there's a lot of exciting things happening in America. Mm. Aside from who's running it, um, <laughs> the the um, I did amazing road trip around the Great Lakes oh, there wow. last year, and there's er, there's new flights now coming to Minnesota, mm. and we have Chicago. But I went from Chicago and I went all down Galena, Rockford, Springfield, the home of Abe Lincoln, and I went into Indiana and Indianapolis, and it was just the quintessential mid. West America and I loved it and uh, there was four of us hired a kind of a people carrier thing and we had a great time (laughs) I'd say so so. yeah I think that the Great Lakes area in America so many people talk about you know all the other great spots but Mm. um, for me I really felt I, I mean old diners you know you really got to see America as you kind of think Route the 66. The real America. You know, I did Route 66 and it was just kind of complete surprises like 100-year-old ice cream parlours run by Italians mm. who'd migrated there. All this kind of stuff was really, really good. And Chicago, I must That's say, is city. just a brilliant city, yeah. Mm. So that that's an area I think that is really open um, and Lake Michigan there as well. Mm. You were talking about the lake in Krakow there, Steve. Lake Michigan, it's got its own tide and sand and everything. It's just like you know, amazing holiday destination. So that whole area, I think, is uh, amazing. And a lot of people don't no, really there. go there or know about it. So I'd yeah. say for ne- I can see there's a lot of promotion now with direct routes coming up. So hopefully it'll open it up anyway. The America outside of the main big cities absolutely yeah I think so and you can still do your you know your your windy city as mm, well of course definitely and how do you find the hidden gems when you're abroad oh yeah <laughs> that's a good how do I find the hidden gem I just look up I google hidden gems <laughs> and uh, and that usually helps <laughs> but sometimes they're so hidden that's very good um by getting lost. By getting lost. By getting lost is usually how that happens. I remember in Krakow in July, we found this most amazing vegetarian, vegan restaurant and the food was unreal. Mm. And it was down an alley. My, a friend of ours was getting a tattoo, would you believe? Oh, really? And so, you know, to commemorate the trip. Yeah, and the guy who and the guy who owns the tattoo parlor had gone off for a coffee and just hung up a sign back soon, you know? <laughs> so we, we were hungry and we ended up finding this vegan restaurant at the end. And this guy runs and everything prepared freshly on the day. And, mm. you know, so I think, again, 
just um, don't be worried about going off the beaten track and uh, just get, I often get lost and I ended up finding great little shops and mm. bars and you know that's that's really I think the best way don't you be can a slave to your Google Maps yeah because when you when you Google everything these days you're everything the hidden this and the hidden that yeah. and live like a local and you're on you know it's touristy now as well so yeah. but um, yeah don't be afraid to be a bit intrepid and head off and uh, get lost very good yeah I love to just disappear into the streets mm, mm. Um, what would be your travel essentials? Can't go away without. Okay, well, I always bring um, uh, what do you call a, a multiple plug with yeah, me? Travel where, adapter, yeah, but tra- you know, with the plug at home, when you have mm. four four attached, I can know what the word for that is. You know, the uh, adapter. So, because there's never enough plugs no. in in hotels, um, and uh, I think really uh, just I mean your phone of course everyone mm. you know your phone is your camera these days and everything it's goes on with that of so your I mean that, that goes without saying I mm. guess you know but I find that I travel much lighter these days I've really become you know quite good about you know you don't need three jumpers you just need you know I <laughs> I, I kind of pack very very um, sparsely smart. now and I really find that there's nothing as nice as going through airports especially with all the hand baggage things now you know it's lovely that you can just go through and it's light mm. um, and then if you want to bring stuff back you can always book space. a bag yeah but um, that would be my travel essential and um, I always bring uh, my cod liver oil and my vitamin D um, because believe me on the trips you need to have your omega 3 and, and stuffy and the planes sun. yeah good, vi- good vitamin and your that's I think that's really important and um I, I would just, as I said, I would just pack light and stuff. And it's so cheap these days, wherever you are in the world these days, you know, you're never going to, even if, if you, you leave something at something home. Up. Yeah, phone chargers. I mean, mm. I couldn't tell you how many phone chargers I've left in <laughs> hotel rooms, right? So, always, but uh, I've discovered the power pack, which is, I bought a power pack in Norway mm. in June and it was expensive. It was 35 euro, but it's the, it's the 10,000 plus and it charges the phone four times. And that is, yeah, because this phone just bleeds energy. You know, it's useless. (laughs) Um, I won't say the brand of it, right? But um, it is, that's a great thing because you can, because it's just this thing going around looking for plugs and charges and everything. And I think, yeah. And I think with with phones as well, what's great these days is when you're traveling around is the roaming now has changed. And I find now that it's brilliant. Yeah, I don't worry about that anymore. Even 4G, I have the set rate every month. and. Mm. I think that's brilliant. Gone are the days when, you know, you turn your phone off like it happened to me a few years ago and you get 200 euro from, yeah. from a phone call in Switzerland. And you're like, so those things have all made my life very easy. Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. They're my essentials. Very good. And last question. What has been your favourite moment in your career so far? Um, Favourite moment? I think... Uh, Winning when I won the um, when I won the uh, press award at the World Travel Market mm. in two thousand and thirteen, I was really really delighted because I had been going to the Czech Republic. Uh, now it's called Czechia. It mm. changes its name regularly. It used to be Czechoslovakia, I think. When I but when I went there first, I I was I was to bring kind of people with me and stuff because there was no direct flights or anything yeah. like that. And I I loved um, the Czech Republic and Prague, and I really got to. I mean, when I used to go there, the prices were so cheap. We're going back so. to then, and I did loads of work um, in terms of writing about it, and you know, from the opera, you know, to the food, to the culture, even skiing mm. outside Prague and our Spindler Mayhof there. I really got to love the country, and it was just one of those things. And I said I had been promoting it and kind of talking about it and waxing lyrical for years. So mm. I was really chuffed when I got the 
press award from Czech Tourism in uh, at the World Travel Market that year. So I'd say so. That was for me a real a real highlight. I'd say so. Yeah. Very good. Thank you very much, Ed. No problem at all. It was a great pleasure, guys. Lovely to talk to you. And um, happy travels. Thank you. And finally, we have Stephen's top tips. Yep, all based around uh, rock love. Rock love. Um, Ed might be able to help me out and, and expand on some of them. Uh, first one is obviously the, the currency is Zloty. Yep, that's right. And just a, a tip that we always try and give is bring a couple of Zloty in your pocket for yep. when you arrive. There's loads of, what's it called? It's called the Cantor. Is that right? The Cantor Exchange? Yeah, that's are all right. over the yeah, place in, 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 yeah. in the centre. So so always bring a couple of a couple of Zloty in your pocket in case you're going to get a taxi from, from the airport in. Um, and then there's no problem changing your, your money when you're over there. And obviously everywhere will accept... Uh, your visa, credit cards, and whatnot. And yeah. also, Absolutely. for good exchange rates, you can get a Revolut card. They they're like a card, but you can top it up from your own bank account, Brilliant. and it has a really good exchange rates when you're abroad. Better than you get on your own. Yeah, that's debit that's, card. Yeah, that's yeah. very good. And it only costs a tenner to get the card. Okay, cool. I must. I like now. That's another little travel essential. Yeah. I like for, for your next trip in yeah. May. And if you're if you're paying by credit card as well, they ask you if you want slotties or euros, and take the slotty option. Yeah. Mm. you know that anyway, yeah. guys. So Brilliant. That's, yeah. It's cheaper. Uh, tip two is do the free walking tour. Apparently, there's a free walking tour uh, from the main square in in Vatslav. Um, takes approximately two hours and it goes twice a day. So you might need to go to the tourist information around the main square as well. So go to the tourist information, ask them where it goes from. Um, with the Christmas markets being on, the, the departure point may be around the corner or something like mm. that. So so always do the free walking tour because mm. that's going to bring you down, as you said, it's going to bring you down the side streets that you would probably never go on. You know, you're not going to get to do them on the on the open top bus. So definitely do the, do the free walking tour from the, the main square. Mm-hmm. Third one is a family tip. Oh. Um, we love the family tips in the pod. Um, we've got the the zoo. Apparently, is hugely highly rated. Yes, in Vatslav, and there's the Africarium. I think it's called. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, the zoo is really, really well done. But the Africarium, you go under a tunnel, and there's a a, a clear. You're in in the water. Yes. Mm-hmm. So all the crocodiles, all the hippos. Yeah. The, oh, the, hippo, the hippos were dancing. Apparently. Yeah, I saw I saw brochures from it. I met, mm. we met two American ladies actually who had done that, and yeah. they said that the zoo was fabulous. That's that was. Apparently, the it's the third largest in the world based on animal spe- species. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's no, the, the ratings on it are, are huge. So, huge. so a family tip is go to the zoo and the Africarium. It's meant to be very cheap. I think it was 30, 30 quid for a family ticket. Mm. Um, but it is a must do for, for families that are going there. Brilliant. Um, fourth one is the market. I don't know. Did you get to go to the market, the indoor market hall? Yes, I did. did you yeah, yeah, the food one. It's it, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's very like, it's kind of like uh, the Grand Market Hall in Budapest. Yeah. Very similar to that. Again, absolutely super. And all around the top of it, Stephen, you can have all the local food. That's right. And all the locals are there. But they have 24-hour florists that are that stay open there. 24 hours, so you can buy someone flowers any day or any time of the day or night. Just to tell you. And, and another, another <laughs> when part you need to buy those 4 a.m. flowers. Yeah. Another part of it, there's, there's four funeral um that's directors right. there selling the funeral wreaths. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Gas. We didn't bit, spend too much little, time there. <laughs> li- that's at the bit very blank. end. That's <laughs> at the very end. And it's massive. But I, I think, um, you know, that's something, we, again, we always talk about in the pods, is going to the local markets in all these cities, whether it's Roslov, Krakow, Rome, Seville, wherever it might mm. be, go to the local markets. That's where the buzz is. Yeah. There's a yeah. serious buzz yeah. in the local market. So definitely go to the local market. And the final one, I'm interested to see if you tried this, there is a local delicacy. It's a donut. 
and there's a there's a shop called Naza Pashkarnia. Now there's always a queue outside this place, like a little hole mm. in the wall uh, window where they're selling the donuts. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it or tasted it, but this is a, a must do in in Vosov, Is go and get your local donut, and you will see the queue from the shop called Naza. Pascarnia. I don't know. Did you see it? I did, and it was actually the lady, the wonderful lady from the Christmas markets that we met. Yeah. That I met, um, and she brought us. She took us in, and we. She had. They had arranged those for us, so we didn't get to buy them from there. But she had brought them. Okay. And she gave us the local uh, glühwein and the rum, mm. the rum infused glühwein as well, and they gave us the little shoe mug things as a little present. Mm-hmm. But so, but they're 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 too delicious. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, they're there's, dangerous. There's they're lethal. Toffee, I don't know raspberry, what's in strawberry. Them. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're, they're, but everyone was saying that the queues, they walk by yeah. the, this queue all the time, they're wondering what it was. Wow. And it's when they say it's only selling donuts, but every single person mm. recommends go and get your, your donut Delish. from Naza Pashkarnia. I hope I've pronounced that right. Brilliant. That sounds tip. good anyway. That's yeah, today's yeah. top yeah, tips, yeah. aren't there? Brilliant. Thank you very much. Welcome. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Ed and Stephen and thank you for listening. You can find plenty of Rock Love deals on our website, clickandgo.com. As always, we hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far and getting some useful travel tidbits. If you have any questions or if there's a particular destination you'd like to hear us talk about in 2019, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it, share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll be talking all about family holidays for 2019. So until then, goodbye.